It's time for another Pinball Profile. I'm your host, Jeff Teols. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com, all past episodes, subscriptions, and more. We're on Twitter, slash X, Instagram, at Pinball Profile. We have a great Facebook group as well. And if you would like to support us, that would be great. It keeps the show going. Don't worry, the show will always be free. But if you'd like to show your support, that's patreon.com slash pinball profile. And any emails can be sent to pinballprofile at gmail.com. For the first time in four years, a long time, COVID had a big thing to do with that. I made it back to Pintastic in the Boston area. Had a wonderful time. New location. Great setup. Tons and tons of games, and a lot of people enjoyed it too. Here are some of those people. He's Howard Levine, the man on the scene and always helping out Project Pinball here at the Pintastic Kids Corner. You're running the tournament right now, some great young players. Yeah, yeah, it's really fun. We're getting a lot of enthusiasm. I'd say there's probably about 20 players right now, two age divisions, zero through eight. We haven't seen any zero-age players yet, but we have two players that are four years old, which is pretty amazing. And then we have uh, 9 to 11, and anybody over 11 is encouraged to play in the Silver Ball Rumble. So what if you're born on February 29th on a leap year, and technically you've only had like three birthdays, but, you know, you're really 12? So that, <laughs> I'm going to ha- have to consult the rules for that, but I think that uh, somehow we use the regular years and not the leap years. All right, I won't yeah. manipulate the system. I'm yeah. trying to. Were you born on February 29th? No, is January what... 27th. I expect a birthday card now, Howard. Is that what you were trying to say? You Just trying to, to help some people. You've out. only had six birthdays so far. Listen, I'm trying to help the freaks of the world. All right, like us redheads, people born on leap years. Uh, same I gotcha. kind of thing. Same thing. You have done so much for Project Pinball. It is a passion for you. It is a charity that means so much. You're always, always assisting. What does Project Pinball mean to you? Well, to me, it's a representation of the community. This charity is nothing without the community's support. So as a pinball community, you know, we are caring people and we recognize the need for what Project Pinball does, putting Pinball machines donated to kids' hospitals and Ronald McDonald houses. And wherever we go, we get tremendous support. It's great to see you. Sierra's here. She made it up from Florida. I know Daniel Spoiler's probably working hard somewhere else, too. Project Pinball does wonderful things. I know you're busy with the tournament. Howard, again, congratulations and thanks for all the work you do. Thanks for your support, Jeff. Appreciate it. Love Pinball Profile. It's impossible to get these two out of the home or out of the schools or out of the hospitals. Some way, somehow, there are two small children in a parking lot somewhere. Hopefully the windows left open a little bit and some water. But the lines are here. Dr. Pin, Mrs. Pin, how the hell are you? Oh, we're fabulous. It's good to see you. How's school? Oh, it's great. It's great. I got a, uh, I got a message yesterday. I took the day off, took a personal day, made it street legal. And I got a message halfway through the day that one of my children was missing, and they found him dancing in the urinal. This is not our, our biological kids. No, these no, are your... these are my students. <laughs> yes, they found the student dancing in the urinal. In I've the done a lot of weird things. How do you dance in a urinal? No idea. Oh, the tall stand-ups. Yes. It's possible. Well, no, I think it was one of the ones on the wall. You know what? It was probably a really good, like, urinal cake. Something that attracted them, you know, one of those like hexagon, those Chris Franchi hexagon yeah. urinal cakes. You know, right? I, I know that guy. He's yeah. cool. He's good people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't even have to pee sometimes, and I'm just there all day. I mean, I understand. It's you don't get this luxury. Enticing. No, I don't. 
Anyway, how are you? Gonna, how are you doing, Doctor Pin? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm happy to be out uh, living living the pinball dream, playing some new games, hanging out with Franchi and uh, good people like yourself, man. It, it's been too long since we've been to a show and checked out some of the new stuff. We're loving it. Are we going to have a super awesome pinball show coin taker event? I, oh. So I think the word on the street now, don't hold me to this, is that every other year they're okay. going to do it. So this year they're taking the year off, yep. and then next year I think it's it's uh, full speed uh, ahead. Donkey Kong. Yeah. Well, it's a wonderful event. It was a wonderful podcast. Hope to hear more of it if it if it does come back. Maybe special events or something like that. And you, you know, for people just listening in the last couple of years, Sarah, they don't know that you were like the queen of podcasts. Queen. I think that's an I think that's a stretch. So you told me to say you wrote it. You wrote it down right here. Oh God, honestly, phonetically even. Here's really. I didn't think you could read. <laughs> the pictures help. <laughs> do you miss podcasting? I do. I do miss it. I honestly have like 13, 14 hours just stored on my phone of Lost Chronicles. And maybe at some point we'll go through and edit them all down to like the just the most funny parts. But I record still and then I just I just lose, lose steam after like, that. People right now when they're playing games and they hit a saucer and they say sauce it they don't know why they're saying it they don't know the origins it's you i know hit the thing don't drain and sauce it sauce it that's it the end some solid one-liners from that show there really are some solid ones it's a different podcast today in 2023 for you to do it because when you first started it was what is this what is jack danger who's this gomez what's going on as you're watching dr pin watch hours and hours of videos and now now you're a veteran like to say uh no i'm definitely not i still have no idea who anyone is or how to play any of the games and i just kind of fake my way through it make well, it till you make it make it till they make it well there's a tournament here at fantastic i assume you're in the top 200 well, obviously uh i just submitted my card and i am rocking in at 159th place oh, schmab 159 we'd like to thank you for your donation how about you dr pin <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm in. Uh, I think 97. I'm 97. So I tight. tight the hundred barrier. Yeah, yeah all right. that's good for maybe Z division, something like that. Yep. I'll take it. We like take it. it. It's yep. great to see the two of you. Maybe should the Philadelphia Phillies make the World Series, I'll, you know, maybe stop by the Hershey area. Sounds fabulous. We have a guest room, and your name's all over it, man. Um, but I would like to just say that I am then Antiolis, and I would like to be your press partner. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. I mean, unless Anne herself is coming, then I'm just going to usurp her and take her place. Uh, We sort of look alike-ish. I I think she will come anyway just to hang out at the gin bar. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, and and bring the, uh, what were those things you brought that were absolutely disgusting? Oh, Clamatos. It's clam juice and tomato juice. It was so gross, but with alcohol. Okay, but one thing I did, and it's almost sacrilegious, I brought to, of all places, Hershey, Pennsylvania, I brought Canadian chocolates, and oh, your kids love them. It was a big hit. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's a we huge don't, hit. We don't discriminate, man. Chocolate no, is chocolate. We don't. I know, but in Hershey, that's like going to Atlanta and showing up with like a bunch of Pepsi. Uh, yeah, I don't know. We love sugar, man. I'm not. I'm that girl. <laughs> so, it's okay. I'm thrilled to see both of you. Have a great time, and hope to see you soon. Oh, thank nice you. Chef. Love Bye, you, man. Chef. Derek Caminian is a staple at Pintastic. You've been here for so many years. I like the new location. Oh, it's fantastic. We're in a new place in Marlboro, Mass. Uh, yeah, April next year. What is the reason for the April versus September? Uh, it's just better time for uh, the hotel itself, and we don't want to stomp on other shows. But, uh, yeah, it's, it should work out for April vacation and whatnot. 
April does seem like a good time of year. This is a good time, too. It's fun. Some of us may have went to a Red Sox game, but uh, whatever. Um, I'll tell you what. I do like this place. I can't believe the number of pinball groups that show up here and bring games, whether it's co-ops, whether it's actual arcades. I wouldn't even know where to start to count all of these machines. The guests would be a couple hundred easily. Oh, easily. We have at least three to four, at least club rooms, Connecticut, you know, five states comprise of New England, so we have so many clubs here. Um, at least 100 games in free play, and that's just free play alone. There's the big Silver Ball Rumble, the big tournament, part of the Stern Pro Circuit. It's a lot of fun, too. But I know, Derek, you were hearing me perhaps on final round and maybe talking to some of the powers that be. There's more than one tournament here now. There's actually quite a few. Yeah, it's been a lot of work by Jim and uh, the Sanctum crew. Yeah, there's the Silver Ball Rumble. We got the uh, the bells and chimes with the women's tournament, um, side tournaments for classics and whatnot. Yeah, it's definitely improved. It's very well done. And, I mean, look at You've got everything here. The number of games, you've got Pulp Fiction here. You've got Venom. You've got all the new games. Of course, I see Godfather over there. I see Galactic Tank Force. There's not a lot of weight. I mean, there's a lot of people here, but because there's so many machines, you can actually get on these machines. Yes, and the best part is we have the extra ball lounge, 24 access if you get the LE badge, so you can just walk up to it and just play the game. Um, but it's definitely not like other shows in which, you know, you're five people down you have to wait. Well done. Fantastic. I know Gabe has uh, done a great job, but you've got a lot of people here from out of town. That's always a good sign of success. You're going to get the locals, but when people come from far away, that tells you you're doing a good job, and Fantastic has always done that. Oh, easily. we got people from Canada, Maryland, Virginia, New England, again, five states. Uh, you know, it's just incredible. Absolutely. Have fun, Derek, and nice seeing you again. Thanks. Nice seeing you, Jeff. He's here at Fantastic, and he has been everywhere in 2023. You can see him on The Godfather. You can see him on Galactic Tank Horse. Who knows what else? Christopher Franchi. Good to see you again, my friend. Uh, I'm Zombie Eddie. <laughs> How are you, Jeff? I'm good. Uh, I see a lot of people playing your games, loving the artwork. It's great to see you back. It's It's been too long, my friend. It has been a long time, and it feels good to be back. It's fun to... I just posted on Facebook. I said the best part about doing this is seeing people playing your games you know once it's done and complete and up and running so uh it's always a good time to be here and and watch people enjoy what i do is there a style you prefer because i like them both you know you see batman and you see guardians and you see of course godfather the new game very realistic but then you know you totally do this i I don't even know what you want to call it sketch but just total original idea with galactic tank force is there a style you prefer because they're both great my favorite style would be probably doggy style. You mean Barlow. You're talking about your dog. Yes, of course. My, my puppy. I miss my puppy. Um, favorite style. Wow. No. You know, uh, I'll tell you why. Growing up, uh, I had a lot of good teachers. And most of them told me, if you, if you don't develop a style, but you can mimic other styles... Or I shouldn't say mimic, like rip somebody off, but do a variety of looks. You're more desirable to be hired because, like, if you think about it, if you're known for one thing, somebody will hire you for that one thing. But if you can do that one thing and 10 other things, you'll get a lot more work. So I never focused on having a style, even though a lot of people say they can see, you know, different things. They can see my style, like a thread, common thread. I can't see it. 
Um, so I just enjoy doing different things. Yeah, it's it's just it's is good. It, it's good to not pigeonhole yourself, and you know, is it like an homage to some of your favorite artists when you do different styles? I don't. Th- I have a lot of influences, but I don't think you can see them. You know, I think that's the best way. Is is I know a lot of people who are like, you know, God, that looks just like Drew Struzan, or that looks just like Mike Mignola, or this guy or that guy. I don't think that's. I don't think you should be influenced to the point where you just mimic somebody's style. I think you should take what you you know you you have to be influenced in different ways, uh, how people do things, how they treat things, and then find your own version of that. So I do have my heroes, you know, like the two I just mentioned, Drew Struzan and Mike Mignola, uh, Charles Burns, who's a uh, comic book artist with like the most insanely perfect line work. But uh, I don't think you'd see that inspiration or whatever in my work. So I think that's the best answer I can give you. Well, there is only one Christopher Franchi, and it's good to see you here at Fantastic. You too, Jeff. You know I love you, buddy. Love you too, brother. All right. Some would say maybe the best host of the Slam Tail podcast. Is it Bruce? Is it Ron? It is neither. Zach joins us. Hey, Zach, how are you? Doing good. <laughs> uh, thanks for the enthusiasm. Uh, and by the way, I want to give you a little bit of excitement because I finally got to play your poker game. It's so good. Thank you. Tell us what it is for those that don't know. I mean, it's here in the homebrew area, but people haven't had a chance to see it much unless they do Death Ball or something like that. No, it's a... Uh... It's a game of tons of drop targets, and every drop target has its own individual screen, so I can change what card is on every drop target every time. So you always play a different poker hand. There are a lot of poker-themed or card-themed games in pinball, but nothing uniquely like this because, like you say, the cards change. Yeah, I try to do the full poker rules. You can change your bet, you can fold, you can do whatever you want. Full poker simulation. Different multi-balls, too, for flushes and things like that? Yep, every hand is a different multi-ball if you get enough hand. Tell us what inspired the back box. Uh, I was lazy and didn't make one. <laughs> it doesn't matter because, again, you've got screens, first of all, in front of the drop targets. You've got screens telling you where to plunge the ball. You've got screens in the middle telling you the hands and stuff, showing you the hands. Uh, I can't see a back box needed other than for decoration. Yeah, it's purely just decoration or speaker placement, I guess, for my quality sounds that I've got, you know. <laughs> Ron Hallett does the voice, doesn't he? Yeah, high-quality uh, vocals, you know, the best that the pinball tournament community can offer. Absolutely. Well, what is on the, it's not the back box, but what is on the back is your uh, Pinball Degenerates Award. Yeah, I won an award. I got snubbed on the Twippies, but I got something else, so. <laughs> it is nice. Where are you going to bring that machine? Is it possible to bring it other places? Uh, anywhere I drive, I can bring it. So was Expo, maybe? That's a bit of a hike. Rob Burke was telling me I should bring it, uh, but I, st- I told him if you pay to ship it, I'll bring it. Okay, all right. So we'll see if he, he falls through on that. Hey, if anyone's listening and you want to see this great poker game and maybe you can help offset some of the costs, talk to Zach because you'll love playing this game. It's fun. I've played it several times and I'm planning on playing it again. Thanks for bringing it. Yep, no problem. By the way, how was Death Ball? Good. Uh, until poker broke in the finals. <laughs> I know the story. Yep, very final game. They chose poker and then it wouldn't start a game. Sorry, they chose it. You didn't even choose it. Oh, I don't choose the games. I'm not playing. Oh, okay. Can't play in my own house. That'd be cheating. Ron Howlett sometimes does. I've heard rumors, yeah, but I yeah, can't believe yeah. it. No, okay. It was Star Wars. Wasn't that the final game? Uh, that was for the pre-tournament. Oh, okay. That's what, yep. You played in that one. Yeah, that one signed not at my house, so it's okay. Fair enough, fair it's enough. It's just at my arcade that I own. Yes. Cool. And, and where is that again? Uh, one... 
2569? It's, it's the Rochester. East Rochester, New York. There we go. Rochester. I have no idea. <laughs> Collective, it's great, too. And now 50 games. 50 games. You got the 5-0. The highest quality 50 games you'll ever find. Including a Rotation 8 game. Yep. And Star Wars. And Star Wars. Most no, important. You've got a good collection there, a nice mix. And uh, I think last time I was there, we played at the Pinball Profile, played an America Tour, and I played you, and you picked a wood rail against me. Yeah, one of the two wood rails we have now. That's pretty impressive. Maybe I'll bring in a third next time if you come. Yikes. What, what do you got? Humpty Dumpty? Uh, I, have, I actually have Lady Robin Hood, which is the game after Humpty Dumpty. No one remembers the second. Yeah, no one remembers the second, but it's better. So It's better. Okay. Zach, all the best. Thank you. Good to see this fellow in uh, kind of your neck of the woods. Joe Lemaire, how are you, Joe? Hey, Jeff. Pleasure. It's so much nicer talking to me than Marty. Just admit it. Oh, absolutely. At least you give me the time of day, you know? Oh, 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 oh. snap there, Marty Robbins. He's in Australia. He's a busy guy with Haggis. But you're a busy guy here at Pintastic, and you did something that I might have created a monster. Centaur is a game I love, speaking of Haggis. Looking forward to getting the new game. But um, this, <laughs> this Centaur here at Pintastic, by the way, all the games are, are playing wonderful, but the flippers were up a little bit, and um, I found out quickly that you could just backhand the in-lane over and over and over and over again. Now, it's only worth five or 10,000 points, but when you need it on a card, it works well. I felt like Kaylee George doing that. You did it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, because I've seen uh, every single person was doing it before me, and every single top seed did it, so I had to just sit there and backhand and backhand, and I'm sore, and I have a headache, but... You were playing for over an hour and a half, 10,000 a time. Really? It was that long? Oh it was over God. an hour and a half I came here. <laughs> I've never not liked to... anything more in my life. Yeah, I know. It, it, you know what? It's a card-based format, so you need five consistent games. And I saved it for my fifth game because I knew I could get whatever I needed. Uh-huh. And I think you did the same. Yep. And I put in, I don't know how many you put in, but that was probably like my tenth card or something like that. I am so bad at this format. I've been angry for two and a half days. <laughs> and... This is what it's come down to, Jeff. This, this is competitive pinball. This is why people want to watch it on stream. <laughs> maybe maybe not a game like that, but we're going to see some good stuff on backhand pinball. And, of course, there's another tournament going on this weekend, too. Northwest Championships going on, the pinball championships up in uh, the Washington State area. I know Jermaine is uh, running a wonderful program there. It's his Guess birthday where today. Carl is. Carl's, Carl's over there. There's a lot of heavyweights there. It's interesting because two of these tournaments, Stern Pro Circuit events, are on the same weekend. It's tough when that happens. I don't think that'll be a problem when Fantastic moves to April next year. Yeah, which, you know, it. what, what time of year is this? Now? Summer? So, yeah, it's 90-something. It's, it's, it's great. It's a little cooking, but uh, I liked it because there was some baseball. But you've been to so many Pintastics. New location. What do you think of the place? Uh, it's much cooler, with, which honestly is the only thing I care about if they had better air conditioning. But it's much nicer. They, it's, uh, they have games in multiple rooms now. So, like... In the free play area in the tournament area, there's like seven rooms full of games. So it's a little confusing when you're walking around being like, oh, no, that's the wrong room. Oh, no, it's down to the other room. But you might find a treasure. That's right. And But, it's I mean, it's really nice that this hotel is very nice. And uh, the food's good. It's in a great location. It's like five minutes down the road from where I work and like 15 from home. So I uh, can't really ask for more. And, you know, you came. So what what else could I get out of this tournament? I do like the location a lot. It's uh, central to so many places. Lots of certainly hotels and, and here at the Best Western. There's the Hilton nearby, the uh, Embassy Suites, and, of course, tons of food options. So if you're looking for Pintastic when it comes back in April, I think you and I both agree this is a good show. 
Yes, definitely. I've, this is my fifth, or however many they've had, and I look forward to uh, it every year. It's always it's always great. All right, good luck in the well-earned playoffs. I can't wait. Well, there's a Paragon here, Jeff, so um, hopefully I don't lose just because it plunges to the left to the right out lane, but uh, I know that'll happen. I had a Golden Cliffs go right to the right out lane. Yeah, I've had that happen like seven times. It's great. I'll see you in the tiebreaker, Jeff. All right, Joe. See you, buddy. See ya. I'm with Eric Stone, a world champion, a major winner, what, twice now? Twice now, yeah. Can you believe it? I can believe it. I've seen the way you play. <laughs> and Pintastic, boy, you've won a few of these. A couple of these, yeah. That, I think it was 17 and 18. You're due. I'm due for another one. That's right. You got some tough competition. You're almost with the top seed, but some guy named Jason Zoller. He's good. Yeah, that guy's amazing. You know, my rating is somewhere around 2,100, which is ridiculous, and he's the only one that's higher than me. But Crazy. He's so good. I mean, you both were top finishers when it came to the uh, World Championships at IFPA 18 in Germany. That was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. I mean, we had a, you know, there's a lot of tough competition, Johannes, and uh, just all sorts of great players over there. I appreciated you coming into the uh, booth with myself, really, because it's nice. Uh, JDL Pinball did such a wonderful job, but, you know, I like learning the expertise from someone like you because the way you see pinball, not many of us do, and, and it helps other players. Yeah, yeah, you know, what I like to do is uh, play situational pinball. So when I was commentating, I was saying, okay, let's see, Johannes has got the ball in the right flipper. What would I do in this situation? And I'd say, he should probably shoot this shot. And most of the times, what I said, they were really doing, and that was the best strategy. So I know, I got a lot of feedback. I think JDL, too, when you were in, it was it was really good. And, and we see you on Batcave, and that's a lot of fun, too. Yeah, you know, we, uh, we have our Twitch stream at Batcave Pinball. We do usually Monday nights at uh, 7 o'clock Eastern time if if the guy who owns the machines are there uh but yeah we have uh, 120 machines and you know what free play florida is only going to be a seven minute drive from the bat cave so what we want to do is we want to open up the bat cave for people to see the night before free play so they can check out all the great machines he's got that's going to be great uh you on bat cave is something that batman game is one of the epic ones of all time but you were outdone by drew and i'm sorry i forget drew's last name drew robishaw drew robishaw just set the world record 62 hours <laughs> playing stranger things yeah i i, I wouldn't want to play it for 62 minutes <laughs> but no i mean congrats to him I'm, I'm proud of the guy 48 hours was the old record and he, and he smashed it it, it was crazy I, I was sitting there watching it on stream because i was up north and Boy, like I said, I'm real proud of the guy. It was nice, too, because Wayne Tedder had the record before. did it on the Beatles up in Toronto. And I guess Wayne had talked to Drew and said, oh, these are the things you're going to go through. And best of luck. Hope you get it. You get it. And I watched the stream, and I, I did notice the USA, USA chant. But I thought, I <laughs> but it was, But actually, they changed it to Drew SA. They did. Drew they did, yeah. It yeah. was really cool. Yeah, and I'm sure Wayne is going to uh, go after the record again. It might be something that goes back and forth. I mean, who knows? You know, you always have great pinball stories too there's got to be a new one we haven't talked about oh yeah every time i go on a pinball trip so my flight to boston i get to boston and i go to rent a car because i'm going to new hampshire see my family yep and so you think all right you know it won't take long right get to the rental car there must be 65 people in line so i said okay so i get there i get there i get there finally almost two hours later he wants to give me an electric car but i have a lot of traveling to do because new hampshire right so I said, well, how many miles do you get in an electric car? 200, that's it. And I said, well, geez, I'm going to the middle of New Hampshire, see my family, friends, and of course, don't forget the taxi, you know, and that's not gonna work. So they charged me over $200 more to get a gasoline car, even though on my receipt, it's a picture of a gas tank that says, return full. 
It's, it's a gas tank, not an electric charger. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? Oh. Six hours I was there. I was like, oh, my gosh. You and cars. There's something Me and anything <laughs> when it comes to pinball. I had that happen to me in Germany at the World Championships. I rented a car. I was like, oh, this is a pretty good deal. Now I was there for 17 days. And I got there, and they gave me an electric car. I'm like, this is not going to work. <laughs> out in the middle. You know, we were out remote right. in Germany. And so they switched over. It went from, say, 30 euros a day to 100 euros a day. Oh, yeah. Well, mine only went up 20 bucks a day. But, see, in central New Hampshire, there's no charging stations within 30 minutes or so. Yeah. So there's no, you know, even if I could have been green and got an electric car, there's nowhere, nowhere to charge it. So it just wouldn't have worked, especially on 200 miles. I thought it was about 400, but no, I, I couldn't do it. My conclusion is you need a travel agent. <laughs> yeah, I think I do. But you know what? I find the best prices, so that's one good thing. Best of luck at the Pintastic Finals. Maybe it'll be number three. And what I really like, Eric, is what you do on your Tampa station. You know, you're, you've been a weatherman there for many years. But you really promote pinball, and I appreciate that, and so does the community. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's my pleasure to give back in that respect. I don't want to make it about me. I want to make it about pinball and, you know, promoting the sport. And so, um, you know, hopefully we'll be able to uh, do some sort of story next week. And then, you know, I'll post it on Facebook. Anybody can check it out and uh, download it or what. All the best, buddy. Thanks, you too. You're in third. (laughs) You're not doing so bad yourself, Jeff. Kiss of death right there. (laughs) Thanks, Eric. Yep. Pinball is an expensive hobby, and it's certainly not for everyone. And thank goodness there are great sponsors for people to be able to travel and to go to different pinball tournaments. And this is one of those wonderful sponsors right here, Ted Takvorian. Hi, Ted. How are you doing? It's good to be on your show. Thanks very much. So tell us what you do, and you've got this neat thing with Eric Stone. So basically, I try to get amateurs, kids into pinball. And when I saw Eric, you know, I've known Eric before. I was like, Eric, you're the world champion. You need someone to sponsor you. So I pay for his flights, his hotels, and also his meals. We're here at Pintastic 2023. And what I'm trying to do is, as part of getting kids in, I'm starting up a game show. It's a trivia-based game show where, you know, your normal trivia questions. But at the end, whoever wins, they then go up against Eric Stone. And if they beat him, they get $500. If they lose, they get $100. So everyone wins anyway. Right, I know. And the whole point of it is to get non-pinballers into the game show so that they're like, oh, what's this pinball machine? This is interesting. Well, I like that because everyone loves game shows, first of all. And and there's unique ways of doing this, too, isn't it? Yes. And I myself, I went to several uh, pinball competitions, and I noticed, first off, they take about 12 hours a day. And your average amateur, they're just not going to do that. Also, as I went to all these tournaments, I noticed the same people at every tournament. And I was like, this cannot be self-sustaining. There's no way. We need to get new people into it. So I started up a Friday Flip Frenzy pinball at District Eden Play. It's one hour, and now I get an average of 40 to 45 players. It's mostly kids. It's for free. You can join for free. You play for free, and I give away prizes for free. Well, District Eat plays a wonderful place. In fact, you mentioned Eric Stone. Eric came to a tournament I ran there, the old Pinball Profile a World Tour event, and Derek almost won. I think he got junkyarded on a game. He lost to Derek Price, but uh, it's one of the few times I've ever seen Eric lose. But that is a great place. I can see why kids would like it at District Eat and Play. Yes, yes, and that's where we're holding the initial game show. And the whole point of it is that I want to be able to take it remote and play it at other places and get other kids and amateurs interested. We're going to do some editing on the first show and then advertising 
advertising. I'm not making a profit on it. Trust me on it. My YouTube channel is Taz Pinball. T-A-Z or T-A-Z for us Canadians. Pinball. T-A-Z Pinball. Yes. And by the way, I worked at Macquarie, which is an Australian company. So I love Australians. <laughs> okay. All right. We're Commonwealth. We're all the same. I've got an Australian partner on my other podcast. That's yeah. good. And on, on the YouTube channel, I interview Eric and I do some news on there. But the game shows are going to be on Taz Pinball and on YouTube and then TikTok and so forth. And again, the whole goal is just to get people interested in pinball and uh, whenever I go with Eric, you know, I, we normally traveled together. In Germany, I wasn't able to go, but, you know, I was able to, you know, I've done well in life. And I'm like, why not? Just, like, let Eric, you know, he's, he's very good at pinball. Good ambassador. Yeah. And my hope also is that Stern and Jersey Jack and the other companies start to sponsor pinball players who win tournaments and are good. That's something I also hope occurs. Well, Ted, here's hoping that happens, but in the meantime, thank you for your generosity, thank you for your interest in, in growing pinball and for helping Eric and others too. Taz Pinball, we'll check it out. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Great job to Jim Swain of the Sanctum, who did an incredible job running the Silver Ball Rumble. Congratulations to Jason Zoller, who beat Eric Stone in the finals to win the Big Stern Pro Circuit event. Mark it on your calendar for next year. Pintastic, April 2024, a show you should definitely check out. This has been your Pinball Profile. You can find everything on pinballprofile.com. Thanks to wonderful Patreon supporters like GME Law, Lua W, Rodney C, and so many more. We appreciate it. Don't worry, the show will always be free, but your support helps the show continue. Patreon.com slash pinballprofile. Have a great day. I'm Jeff Teolis.